Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Brian Thornton. Hello, I am here. Are you just here so you don't get fined? To talk about things. I, I, I'm here because I'm contractually obligated. Okay, just here so you don't get fined. Unfortunately, Josh cannot be with us this week. Uh, we wish him well, and we will see him later. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about this week, Brian. And and because of we that, do. this show has kind of gotten back to its normal pace. I have segments. Segments? There are segments. No. We we have intros back to things. Like thing things are are structured. This isn't just gonna be a stream of consciousness kind of thing. Uh this makes no sense to me. I was getting used to the stream of consciousness. Well, we're 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 back into it. And what we're gonna do, we're gonna start with the world of TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen. To stream, let's screen it. Let's screen and stream it. Let's start off with a story that happened uh, while we were away, while you were sleeping, Brian. While while we were out, when I went to go get smokes or something. Uh, exactly uh, that they have announced a animated Super Mario Brothers movie. Okay, and let's be clear. They announced this forever ago. You just didn't know about it. Well, well, now now we have casting, right? They announced the casting. And, yes, and, that and did now happen. We, and now we have casting, which the leads are, and this is this is the part that that just boggles my brain. We have Chris Pratt as Mario, Charlie Day as Luigi, Anna Taylor Joy you know? as Princess Peach, and Jack Black as Bowser. And that's just the tip. That's that's not the whole list. Like yeah no the the you got Keegan Michael Key as Toad you've got <laughs> Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong um who else am I missing Fred here? Armiston as Cranky Kong Fred Armiston as Cranky Kong um you've got whew, uh the I, I'm trying those, to remember those, his name the, those, I'm doing this from from memory so forgive me um Sebastian something Maniscalco. Yes, that's that's who I was looking for. Sebastian Maniscalco, who Sebastian Maniscalco is the voice of Mario in the games, in case you didn't know. Oh, okay. And he's gonna be if Spike. I, if I if I recall correctly. Okay, no, I'm getting the wrong name then. Okay, good. Charles I'm sorry, Charles Martinet. Charles Martinet is the voice of Mario in the games. The the person they listed as additional voices. Right. He's he's usually the voice of Mario. So this is weird. I don't know Why how I weird? feel about this. Because Why? all I can imagine is Charlie Day, right? Like, hey guys, how, how are you? I'm Luigi. Like, just like it, it's just a weird, just a Jack. Listen, Jack Black as Bowser. I get the energy, right? I get the vibe. But like, what is this? Is is this is this like the Lego Movie thing? Is this is this super for serious? I, is this all tongue in cheek? Is this like I don't know what this movie is going to be? And this cast. I just have more questions than, than than I've ever had before about a Mario animated movie. So, A, I don't know how you make a Mario movie without being tongue-in-cheek. You, you can't make – okay, we've seen what happens when you make a serious Super Mario Brothers movie. Let's be honest. So I think this this is they're, – they're having fun with it. This is going to be a comedy. I 1,000% I believe they're going to have a little tongue-in-cheek humor in it. I am very much looking forward to my Donkey Kong being like, oh, Seth Rogen, oh, <laughs> you know, like, I can't, I can't wait to hear that. Like, I, I think this cast, listen, they're actors. They're, 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 they're there right. to act. Like, I'm not, I'm not like under any freaking illusions that like, um, you know, we're not going to have a little fun with this. The only thing that scratches my head, first and foremost, um, Charlie Day as Luigi is perfect, uh, to, in my opinion. In, in, I, I am H.O. Um, because 
Luigi to me. Okay, let me as, hear the, this. As, as the younger as the younger brother. So Luigi uh, as a character is has always been a little uppity. It's always been a scaredy cat. He's got an entire series of games where all he does is kind of like scream and yell and runs from ghosts, right? Like right, that's, right. that seems like Charlie Day. It seems like like the guy, the brother who is overcompensating, <laughs> you know, because his older brother gets all of the credit. Wow. So all he right. needs to be uppity and on edge and yelling all that. That's that that makes sense to me. This this to the me- only question mark. Yes. The only question mark for me is Chris Pratt as Mario. I I, I right. don't know how that's going. And I'm not saying I hate it. I love Chris Pratt. I, I think, you know, I think he's a fine actor, right? Um, I, it, I, it just, it's the only one that made me scratch my head. I, and I was I, like, mm, mm. and Jack Black as Bowser? Come on. I, again, I that's love Jack. That's going to be fun. Listen, I love Jack Black. I love Keegan Mike uh, Key. I can't speak. I love Seth Rogen. In this project, I'm just confused. And I don't know if this I, is going to be lego movie like oh my god this was supposed to be weird but that was great or if this is just gonna be like i don't know they tried i guess way to go us. no this is this is gonna be weird but great listen you've got the studio it's illumination. behind despicable me right yeah, but, but they're the also the studio so behind, behind minions so i mean like so okay listen listen they're also the one I, the secret life of pets right Okay, you and I, as thirty-year-old men, we we can pick apart minions all we want, but that is a cash cow. It is that, kids oh yes, love absolutely. the minions, yes, right? Yes, yes. Despicable Me is to to in my summation a great series of films with a lot of heart and a lot of you know uh, potential to to do further you know iterations. You and I have talked about Secret Life of Pets. We've actually talked about it on the show and my huge problems with it. And, and that is what it is. Same but thing. every studio gets a, gets a whiff, you know? Right. right. Every every studio, it's not 100%. And you can't deny that Secret Life of Pets is extremely a, a successful franchise to the point where they have a, a ride in Universal Studios Hollywood. Correct, yeah. Uh, for for that film. So, like, you, you get a – you got a studio that understands the tongue-in-cheek humor. It's all over Despicable Me. The 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 borderline. Hey, we're we're making this for kids, but adults can enjoy it too, right? Yeah, they're a little wacky. They're a little out there. I mean, that's what we need from Mario because you are you are getting the thirty somethings who grew up with Mario. I need some adult humor. I'm gonna need some tongue in cheek. I'm gonna need a little meta humor, right? Yeah. And then you get the kids. Uh, ironically, probably us bringing our kids. In, into yeah. this film I don't have kids yeah. but you know <laughs> they didn't like yes they're probably playing Mario but they don't have the same connection to it as, as we do so they need like you need the the fun kitty humor as well like I I think this I think this casting's fine I'm excited for this movie um because listen, listen I Mario, have a ticket. the games, the games are fucking off the wall and crazy. Yeah. Because Mario is sitting there, uh, I'm not Mario, Bowser's sitting there kidnapping Peach and going to the moon to have a wedding in Super Mario Odyssey. Yes. That's real. Yep. But then in the next game, Mario's like, hey, you want to go go-karting? Let's, <laughs> let's go have a, let's go have a party. Like, come on. Like, this is not a serious game you, for you. You should also it's see like, the Mario with the raving rabbits, right? That's a, that's another one. Yeah. The like, what the I, hell I, is I, this? I Hey, which we get a sequel to that coming out. I enjoyed that game as well. So like, it, the the directors for this movie are previously collaborated on Teen Titans Go and the movie Teen Titans Go to the movies. So like, cool. if that's an indication as to what you're gonna get, it's it's that right where where it's like this isn't canon. This is just gonna be a weird wacky thing. 
roll with it. Let's go. I, it's just odd. It's just like if you told me you're going to cast a Mario movie and you're like Chris Pratt is Mario, I'd be like, <laughs> okay, yeah. But who's really playing Mario? Like this is yeah, all stuff I mean, where like, like this said. this would be on a cast this, and this would be like me bringing it up, and we all be like, that's a dumb list. Shut up. Uh, honestly, like, I, listen, if you were to tell me, hey, cast this or or build a better cast, I, I don't know if I could. Like, I I, I don't. This is this is a tricky franchise, and, and like all the all the haters out there who are like, oh well, Charles Martinet, like why isn't he just voicing Mario? You can't you can't make a giant budget movie and right. do the most stereotypical, horribly borderline racist. It's on me, Mario. Like for for an entire two and a half hour movie, you can't right. do that. Th- that's a good way to piss off a lot of people, right? Yeah. So like. It comes out December 21st, so I'm definitely, you know, I'm there. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see what Chris Pratt does. If he does more of, like, Lego movie humor. Right. Okay. I mean, I'm not so sure. It's going to sound weird. Let's face it. It's going to take 15 minutes for me to be like, oh, okay, this is the voice of Mario for the next two hours. You know? But I, I, the rest of the cast is spot on. I, 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 I Listen, Anna Taylor-Joy, like, I'll cast her as freaking live-action Princess Peach for crying out loud. Yeah, absolutely. Per- That's what perfect, I'm saying. If you were doing like, some weird live action thing, I would believe some of these characters. I'd be okay with it. The, the animation part is the part where, like, the, the fi- it's like, oh, I got the analogy. Have you ever listened to, to somebody on the radio for years and years, and then you finally see their face, and you're like, oh, that is not what I expected. That's oh, what yeah, this I've is. had that happen to me. Right, yeah. right. Like, I met a DJ that I listened to on the radio when I was a teenager all the way up to adulthood, and I finally met them in person. I'm like, oh, that's Okay, I did not expect you to look like this. Okay, yeah. sounds good to me. I mean, so, yeah, it, it's it's going to be an adjustment period. Uh, but let, let's move on because I'm I'm tired of that's sitting fine. here trying to justify why why the cast is the way the cast is. <laughs> I've got four trailers that we're going to talk about. Uh, so if you haven't watched them, go into the show notes right now, listener, and give them a watch. The first one we're going to start with is Finch, which is an Apple TV Plus movie. Starring none other than Tom Hanks, which apparently is like this is his second Apple TV Plus movie. Uh, So uh, this looks really interesting. A man basically going across the world trying to get humanity's last hope out there. And he does it with a robot that he had programmed. And it reminds me a little bit of uh, Chappie. This reminds me of The Martian meets Chappie. The Martian meets, but but there's a dog. (laughs) Right. Okay, so The Martian meets Chappie meets I Am Legend. Okay, all right. And here's the thing. Because you're right, there's also... I, I I hate this movie already. Really? And No, no, no. I hate it. I'm going to watch it. Right. I hate it because I know either the robot or the dog are going to die or both. I, oh. You can't tell me that that's not going to happen. Oh, and I'm going to be pissed when it uh, does. I, I read I read a different thing I, in my brain. I, when you I think Tom trailer, Hanks is going to die? Tom Hanks is going to die robot? and the robot and the... One and the of, and the ro- one of these characters is going to die. Correct. And I am not going to be happy when it happens. Like, <laughs> maybe like Pixar tears are going to be pissed. Right. Okay. It's gonna, it's gonna fuck with me. And it's gonna like, I, I don't like it. I don't like it already. <laughs> I don't want it. You're already so invested in these sad, characters. <laughs> but like, like just by the trailer, I right. already like, oh, robot, robot. So nice. Oh, you learned to speak dog. That's so cute. <laughs> Fuck, he's going to die, isn't he? Like, the entire time I'm watching this trailer, I'm like, 
this is going to make me sad. And like, I don't want to feel sad. The last and, and, 10 minutes uh, of this movie is going to be the first 10 minutes of up. Like you can just feel that that's yeah, coming Yeah, like road. it's, it's the Marley and me. I was just saying, like, is that going to be Marley right? me or like, it's going to be the Martian or it's going to well, be or, or the even Iron Legend, Giant. Right? It's, it's like, one of those three endings is happening. The Iron Giant, the Martian yeah, or Marley I'm, and me. Right. I'm either getting the ending to I Am Legend or I'm getting the ending to the Iron Giant in your in your summation, right? Like I, I I'm I'm getting the the holding of the dog while shit goes crazy around me right. like moment or oh I'm already upset. Like I can't like I I I don't want to watch this film, but I do want to watch this the, film because it's Tom Tom Hanks is amazing and everything. This like, reminds uh, me of a, a a movie, and I don't remember the name, and I didn't watch it. It was on Netflix, and it had George Clooney. It was the same premise of like I hear a radio. Oh signal, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was and that I Netflix will get thing. there. We talked about that, right? But yeah. but no no one watched it. <laughs> but this one, we're all like, yeah, I'm gonna watch it. No, uh, no one watched it because uh, because Netflix. Like, right? I love Hold Netflix, on. but we we've talked about this. But this is Apple TV Plus. Do do people know how to find Apple TV Plus? I mean, listen, unless it's Friday and the new episode of Ted Lasso came out, which we need to talk about, whether it's on the air or off the air, I don't care. It's a great show. Um, then I I uh, I don't know. Like, right. I don't – Apple TV Plus is not that let me – the go-to yet, right? Right, right. And, like, I think part of it is is because of lack of content, but the content that they put out – is good, like really good. Right. So, like, here, here's the thing, and, and this goes right into my argument seen. about how, why I, right, which is I haven't watched it, so I can't really say. But this goes right into my argument about why I hate Netflix. Right. Right. Exactly. Netflix is great, but like, it, it, shit like that George Clooney movie falls under the radar because it's highlighted for a day, and then boom, there's thirty other things. Right. Like, uh, the big thing right now is Squid Game. I haven't watched it yet, and I guarantee you, if I wait two more days. It'll be completely forgotten, right? And then there's Apple TV Plus, which doesn't have a, a, a suave, like a huge amount of content, but everything I I have actually ventured into and I've watched on there is really good. Right. It's a lot of quality. So like people don't think of Apple TV Plus yet because they don't have like 80 billion titles on there. But at the same time, like if I if I'm looking for something in particular on Netflix, yeah. I can't freaking find it. Right. You know, so like it's it, there's got to be a happy medium, <laughs> and I think that happy medium is HBO Max. <laughs> HBO at, Max curates their. Tri- at, it's so much better. HBO Max is like, here's what you should watch. Here's what you are watching right now, and also here's the big thing. But we're not going to let it get lost. And, and what and I, I put- really do. What I really do like about HBO Max is that they curate and, and they they put these lists together, right? So, like, right. if I'm looking for something, like, so they have these hubs. And I, I was home the other night. I was like, I want to watch something that my wife has no interest in watching. You know what's always a good bet? DC stuff. So I went on the HBO. I put the DC hub. Boom. There's all the stuff I could possibly imagine. And now I can find something pretty easily. Right. I watched uh, the the Long Halloween, which if you haven't watched that. Awesome. The the animated two part feature of Long Halloween was fantastic. Um, and, and like I I just like the way HBO curates their stuff that way. Like if you log in now, they're like, hey, you want to watch a spooky movie? Here you go. Right. Boom. Yeah. Click on it. Here's all the spooky shit. And then they like, categorize it into here's the slashers. Here's just thrillers. Here's for kids. Right. And so, like, Netflix doesn't do that. And what pisses me off about Netflix is that the fucking categories change yeah. every single time I lose. Like, even the placement. Like, normally, if I click one, I, if it's I click one down, a rant against it. I, I, I'm going on a rant. I'm sorry. We'll get back to Finch in a moment. 
if I go if I go one down, here's my for you. Okay, right. here's the shit that they recommend to me. And then if I go one down, it's continue watching. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I started watching New Girl. Let me f- keep watching that. And then like the next time, the continue watching is like five fucking things down because then I need to go through the trending. And like it, like, it changes every time. Like what the hell, Netflix? It Like it's so – it's so infuriating that I can't find shit to watch in this the swath of entertainment. Going back to Finch, <laughs> I loaded up Apple TV last night, right. and Apple TV like it, it, it's it's this happy it's this happy medium as far as how it's curated. But I feel like it's so far up its rear end is trying to get you to watch the next thing before I've even finished watching the the first thing. Right. Uh, case in point, I went on to watch Ted Lasso last night, and boom. There's a trailer for Acapulco, and they're like, after you're done watching the season finale of Ted Lasso, go ahead and watch Acapulco. I'm like, why don't you calm down there, Apple TV? Right. I haven't even watched Ted Lasso yet, right? Like, you can advertise that shit after I'm done watching Ted Lasso. Um, Like, put it in your, like, here, we're going to automatically start playing Acapulco next. If you like Ted Lasso, here's that. I doubt it's any good, uh, as good as Ted Lasso, at least. Uh, but the same thing is, I'm, I'm going through, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to find something that's not Ted Lasso to watch on Apple TV. And I was just scrolling through the stuff. And, like, there's three things, one of them being Finch. Hey, put this on your watch list now. It comes out, what, November 4th. And I'm like, okay, again, like, I'm looking for something now. Like, Apple TV, give me something that I can watch now. Not something I can watch three weeks from now. They don't have a whole lot. That's why. And, 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 That's the thing. And, and there's a good joke, and I just put it into the show notes of, of John Stewart, who has a show launching on Apple TV Plus, and it was pretty good. Uh, making reference to, can you even find it? You don't even know where this is. Uh, so that's their problem, right? Netflix is, hey, here's the thing. Oh my God, you should watch it. You wait. Are you waiting? Get the fuck out of here. You're not allowed to watch it anymore. And then Apple TV Plus is, hey, watch our stuff. You're like, cool. How do I get to you? Yeah. So do you have a nap? <laughs> right? And then you can get into it. So I, I am excited for Finch. I think it will be great. Apple oh, TV and, will- and that's the other thing. Oh, God. Apple TV Plus. Oh, hang on. Apple TV Plus, because your Apple TV Plus account can link to all your other accounts, it's also feeding me shit from Hulu and yes. HBO Max and Correct. shit like that. And that's the thing. Like, dude, just give me your content. Uh, let's talk. We'll fight about Apple TV later. Let's talk about a trailer, though, that uh, I am excited about but also disappointed in. It's a, I have very mixed emotions for house of the dragon the hbo oh, max too. series which is the prequel 200 years in the in the past of game of thrones about house targaryen starring nat smith which we know would, yeah. would get josh to dance out of his bed like a like grandpa joe and charlie in the chocolate factory yeah, but, but i gra- am but grandpa joe was a, a freaking uh freeloader <laughs> i am so you can't mixed- tell me he couldn't get out of that bed <laughs> i am so mixed about this because it looks really good but i hate I hate how I was treated at the finale of Game of Thrones, and I can't separate that. It's not even that for me. I'll, t- I'll tell you what it is for me. And, and like, honestly, it's the one for you. It's the teaser trailer. Like, I, right. I can't even say it looks really good. All I saw was fire, throne, Matt Smith with white hair. Right. That's all I saw. So, like, did it, was it enough to, like, give me a full trailer? Like, I, I, I'll be interested when you give me a full trailer. The thing about it for me is, I was in it, Game of Thrones. I was not invested in Westeros. I was invested in Daenerys. I was invested in Cersei. Right. Jamie Lannister. Characters. Those characters. Yes. I don't give a fuck about the characters from 200 years ago. <laughs> but like – and that's the thing. And that's what is tearing me apart on this is that it's un- unlike Lord of the Rings where like 
I'm in love with that world. So you could pretty much, you could tell me a, a bunch of stories in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I'll probably be invested in it. Game of Thrones hasn't earned that for me yet because it was very character heavy. It wasn't about yeah. the world of Westeros. It was right. about, hey, Cersei's a bitch. Let's go kill her. Right. And like all the stuff in between. So without any of those characters, I'm not as invested in watching this show. Does that mean I won't watch it? No, I'll watch the first episode. But like you have got to make me really care about these characters in that first episode for me to give you any more time. So so the series, again, is 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones. It, it's about the beginning of House Targaryen and the, all the events that lead up to the, the civil war there known as the Dance of the Dragons. So it's got a lot of stuff. I think you're going to have a lot of intrigue. I think you're going to have a lot of, unfortunately, a little bit of the politics of like what starts a fucking civil war in Westeros. Well, that's uh, not unfortunate. But, that, that was the driving force behind and, Game and, of Thrones. And this is my, and this politics, is my problem, right? which is and, – and I, and I honestly don't know who's – I don't know who's running this. I don't know if it's the same guys who did Game of Thrones. Uh, I don't I, think I don't, it's Benioff and Weiss. I don't care check. because it's still in that same universe, so therefore you get all the baggage that comes with it, which is I cared about characters. You gave me a great character development, and then you said, by the way, fuck that. That means nothing, right? It doesn't mean shit. We're not going to get back to it. There you go. Mystery solved. Get the fuck on. Like, yeah, could they do we'll, the same we'll, thing? This show is going to have to debate the ending. This show is going to have to earn my watch. I'm not going to watch this based on just, hey, it's out. Watch the first season or, or watch the first episode. It's, hey, Brian, watch five episodes and tell me if I should even give a shit about the show. Then I'll wait for it to probably end and then make sure that they don't screw me and then I'll go watch it. So, I, yeah, I, that, that's. I, I'm and this really, is the baggage uh, they um, get. That's what I'm saying. I'm conflicted because it looks cool. Yeah, and, and that's what and that's what they deserve, honestly, with, with yeah. how they handled. So the creators, um, Ryan, the creators are Ryan J. Condal and George R. R. Martin. So obviously, George R. R. Martin is sure. probably helping write it. Right. I'm assuming the showrunner is Ryan J. Condal here. Yeah, I, I um, imagine George R. R. Martin gets credit for being creator, but is sitting there just going, "Yeah, you can do that. That'd be fine." Okay, I, I'm going to go back to not writing this book that I was supposed to write three. Years I ago. mean, uh, to be completely honest, like, okay, if you're a fan of the book, good fucking luck. I, I he's so invested in he's been writing these sure. episodes. Like, for I don't the know if you part. noticed, we've been he's kind of, way he's way past consulting. We've been stuck in our house he's for two it. for almost two years. The guy can't finish a book that he said he would finish three years ago. Anyway, I'm ranting. I want to move on. Uh, I want to talk about the next trailer that we got, which is a Netflix trailer, right? And so it is going back to my argument. Yeah, it's all, going like, back. The, the tangent to, was to not the a one after thing all. that you know Netflix will not let you down on, which is Stranger Things season four. Uh, oh yeah, they'll and, they'll make sure I watch this. And the the first the first comment on this YouTube video is a hundred percent accurate, which is. Me before the trailer. I know nothing about season four. Me after watching this trailer. I know nothing about season four. Uh, so I don't need this, to know anything about season four. Right. But this was such a twist. At first, I thought I was watching the Ron trailer because they started like the 19, I'm going to say 30s, maybe 40s if I'm if I'm being generous. And then flashing to the 80s with, with this crew. And I don't know if this is a handoff. I don't know if this is. I want to say fifties. Sp- I want to say it's the 50s. maybe the fifties. Okay. Um. And yeah, maybe here, you're right here's the, the thing: when it when it comes to a show like this, you're four seasons in. You know you have the audience. Right. I don't need to give you jack about what the season's going to about. I know you're going to watch it. All I need to tell you is that it's coming. You here's, know. Here's my question: See, uh, the, this this show is predicated on the love for the eighties. 
these characters, we like these characters, we like these actors, we're watching them grow up, right? They're trying to film it real quick so they can stay kids, right? So they can keep this timeline at a... Oh, they're not kids anymore. You can freaking... I know, but they're trying to keep the timeline reasonable that, like, hey, I know it's been, like, five years in between, but, like, you know, it's still the 80s. Uh, Here's my question. It's only been, like, three years. Season four, uh, it's been a little bit longer because of of COVID and all this. I'm thinking hiatus has happened. Uh, yeah. Stranger Things season four is this growing the beard or jumping the shark at this point? Like, where is this? This is the season that makes or breaks this, right? Well, I mean, this is the last season, so I don't think you have to worry about it jumping the shark. Uh, well, I think if it jumps the shark, it's fine because it's the last. It's the last season, season anyway, so the, they get a pass. So they they can do whatever the hell they want. The Duffer Brothers, even like way before this, I remember reading an interview before COVID and all this shit, right? That they had a five season plan. Like and Netflix is one of these companies. They're they're not like ABC, NBC. They're not going to be like, oh well, you need to get three more seasons out of it. They're going to be like, all right, we're going to fund you for five seasons and then you're done. So um, this isn't the last season then. This is season no, four. It is, it, it is because okay. I th- I think that this is where COVID comes into play. I, oh, okay. I think because of that, they're like, all right, listen to your point. These kids aren't going to stay kids forever. Let's do what we were going to do and let's just wrap it up. Right. Um, so I, I think – and they've gone on record saying that this is the last season. As far as I know. Now, okay. unless things have changed since like two months ago when I read that article, this is supposed to be the last season. That's fine. Um, so A, I, I don't know where you would get anything about them jumping the shark, right? Like I, I think just like we're making movies or, and, and shows now that are very nostalgic for the 80s and 90s. In the 80s, they were doing this shit but with the 40s and 50s. Right, exactly. So like I, I think there is going to be this this – this kind of tie-in uh, of nostalgia, right? And not even nostalgia, but like it, it's it's the haunted that's house what the, motif, right? And that's like, what and that's what they and, did and, in the eighties. They made movies and right. TV shows about the fifties houses being haunted. So, so this here is a, we are a, a call back to that stuff. We're, right? we're, we're and, continuing and, that eighties connection. Yes. Yeah, and, and and I also think this is going to have to do with with Hopper. I, I don't think Hopper. That's right. I, I think Hopper might have time traveled. You know. Um, and I think you that's going to tie in with this somehow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. It's going to be great. The, the, the show itself is – the first three seasons have all been varying degrees of wonderful. But, like, yes. let's let's put this in perspective. Season three took place late 80s with the dawn of, you know, mall life and, and all that stuff, right? It was 1985 yeah. that came out? I, I so, yeah, this, this, this makes sense. This I, I, I'm going to say this takes place in, like, 88 – maybe 89 and yeah that would make sense to me yeah okay but yeah i mean i don't need to know anything about it give me give me uh, all of it all right the next I don't one know how the, many episodes it is but it's not enough <laughs> the next one this was dropped in by you i i will be yes. very frank i am not a fan of this franchise but i'm in i am intrigued by this movie it is resident evil welcome to raccoon city which is a prequel uh no it's not Shut it's your not mouth. a prequel. Uh, no, shut your shut your whore mouth. Let me okay. let me. Let <laughs> wow. Me, let me, let me, all right. Let me learn you something here. Okay. You say you're not a fan of this franchise. You're not a fan of the movie franchise, which is fine. The movies are varying degrees of okay to shite. All right. Big fan of the video game franchise. I didn't have I a PlayStation. Hate you and everything so you stand for. I didn't play. I didn't play you Resident Evil. Shut first your game mouth. Out. All right. You need you this, shut, shut it. Just for, shut, for this just segment, shut it. Brian just will be ranting and mouth. raving about things he loves instead of things he hates. The floor is yours. So this is this is one of my favorite game franchises. It's most certainly one of my favorite horror game franchises. Yes. This is a a, a so let's put it this way: the last Resident Evil movie franchise is is like I said, varying degrees of okay to shite, 
and it's over. It's done. It had nothing to do with the games with the exception of the same name right. and being inspired by some of it, having some characters show up. But you followed a completely different character that had nothing to do with the games. Right. And it just went completely off the rails. You want to talk about jumping the shark? Way off the rails. Yes. This is, in movie language, this would be a reboot, and it's closer to the game storyline. Um, so it's taking place in 1998, which is when the original game series takes place. Uh, most certainly this is taking Resident Evil 1 through el- 1 and 2 at least and combining them into one movie. And I am so here for it. And it's going to be so great. And like there's, there's tons of imagery from the original two games. You have, uh, the character, uh, the, the, the cast list, which I'm actually looking at right now. Um, you have, you know, Claire and Chris Redfield, Jill Valentine, Leon's in it. So this definitely looks like it's going to be the first two games combined, which is totally, totally okay. Uh, I just hope that they're not trying to shove too much in, but I think the casting is perfect. Uh, Neil McDonough as, um, William Birkin is fantastic. And, uh, the guy from Umbrella Academy. I I was going to say, I I recognize Tom Hopper. I recognize the, the lead actress. I know her from Maze Runner. Uh, Robbie yes. Robbie Mel is in there, which Robbie, I really yelled Robbie, Robbie and, and all I can think about is Firestorm and talking about dead fiancés. Uh, and then I remember the gentleman from uh, the Umbrella Academy, whose name I don't know, and I'm sorry, he's a very good actor. Tom, Tom Hopper. Tom Hopper is playing Albert West. Uh, Hopper, okay. Um, all right, so Sheriff Dumpster Fire's cousin, uh, <laughs> who does a very good job. You're funny. Come on. Um, Dude, this, this, this is going to be great. This is the Resident Evil movie that I have always wanted that we should have gotten. Because the fact of the matter is the game story, right. whereas it, it can get bloated and, and drawn out sometimes because you're trying to get a 10 to 20 hour game out of it. Right. It's a good story. So, so this is more of forget forget what you've seen from Resident Evil before and, forget and really focus on the game. And now we're doing this movie. Focus yes, on the game. Is, we're going to do the game story. Yeah, and okay. as they should. And Instead it's going to be great. And bullshit and Blade wannabe Matrix ripoff. I, I don't thing. I don't know any, anything about Lycans. I've seen the first five of those six movies. I, 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 I know that Lycans get mentioned in the Resident Evil movies at some point. Okay. So In the movies? Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So definitely, definitely something to worth... Uh, Checking out. All right. If, especially if you're a fan of the video games. The um, last thing. It, I mean, it, it'll help, but I'm sure they'll. they'll you know. So if you're interested in uh, seeing anything that we talked about today, Finch is going to be streaming on Apple TV Plus starting November 5th. Uh, House of Dragons and Stranger Things only have a 2022 release date. No official release date uh, listed. Uh, Resident Evil is November 24th. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to turn our attention to the world of comics. See how it's affecting TV, see how it's affecting movies, but most of all, how is it affecting Brian? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! Now, I have a question to ask you, CJ. Oh, oh please, please, yes. What if it never affected me? <gasps> no! I know, yeah. Could you imagine? What if it affected... What if? What if you don't have a theme song for Cape Talk? <laughs> what would this world be? All right, we're obviously talking about marvel's what if that uh officially wrapped its first season i want to say i hope there's more uh on disney plus this was really good like like this was really good okay good because we're gonna have a good conversation because uh i don't feel that way no really i don't think i don't think it was crap but i don't think it was really good oh i think it was i think it was good all right well let me let me Um, start off with this what 
Was so there? You, you, uh, no, please. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I mean, I was no, going to no, no, give no. you the floor to tell me why it was really good. Maybe you can change my mind. I just. What I like. I don't about- know if I was expecting more yeah all right so here's what? what i liked about this series was i i am not a comic book reader right so i've never sure. read a what if comic before and i know that they exist sure. right i've yes. seen marvel zombies has been on the stand i i've i've seen captain i've seen that these things do exist within the the marvel comic book universe and it was cool to have that experience which i know existed but never partaked in presented it in a medium that i watch and that i like Right. So I got to Mm -hmm. see this stuff that's been going on for comic book years for decades. I mean, for for decades, this these one offs have been coming out. Right. What I liked was seeing them, seeing them in a cool animation style and then ultimately having some kind of culmination where they weren't just these separate stories, but something got connected in a way that it doesn't have to connect to the rest of the movies. It it doesn't have to connect to everything that's going Mm -hmm. on in the MCU. It was just these cool little one-off things and and seeing characters do different things. That was interesting to me, and it was nice to see that they can do that. I am completely on board with you up until the culmination. Okay. I prefer I prefer my anthology series to be anthologies. I don't actually want them to connect in any way. And that's kind of what what the last two episodes is kind of what put a little bit of a of a I'm not so sure I enjoyed all of this. So here's the thing. Leading up to the last two episodes, I I highly enjoyed the show. And and I'll list the things that I enjoyed about it real quick. The animation is gorgeous. I I think the the take is interesting. The format makes sense. The anthology. I love the idea of, hey, let's throw – let's do these small, short, half-hour, 40-minute stories to varying degrees of success, right? Like I think there was a couple duds in there. A couple yeah. of, of of episodes that were like, ah, this wasn't. But that's the that's the what if model. Right. So what if comic book? The what if comic book was always great about. Hey, wouldn't it be funny if this happened? Or wouldn't right. it be interesting? And then you know what? If people really responded to it, then they would spin that out, right? And the perfect yeah. example is uh is what if Peter and Mary Jane's daughter survived? Um, in the nineties, really short backstory in the nineties. Uh, Peter and MJ were about to have a baby, spent months and months and months with MJ being pregnant, uh, time to, to get the baby. They, uh, she gives birth, the baby, uh, the nurse grabs the baby. He's like, something's not right. Disappears, comes back, says the baby's dead. So they lose the baby. Right. And then, uh, there's a, been a ton of speculation about whether or not Norman Osborn took her or what have you, but that's neither here nor there. Um, the couple months later, the what if special comes out is what if they were going to name her May? It was what if May Parker survived? Right. And you had this entire like, oh, she's a teenager in high school. You have older Spider-Man being a parent. She gets spider powers just through happenstance. She decides she's going to be a hero. What does that right. relationship look like? Really great one-off. It got a lot of traction. In fact, it's worth a ton of money. I have it. I don't want to say a ton of money because the character's not around anymore, so it probably depreciated a lot. Um, it spun off into its own comic book series where, hey, you guys like this? We're going to give you our, sure. your own series. It takes place in a separate universe. And that ran for years. And that was the beauty of the what-if model, right? Is like, yeah. if you really like something, we'll do more of it. Yeah. But for right now, we're just playing around. Yes. And that is the 
first initial episodes that I got, that's the feeling I got. It's like, oh, okay, cool. We're just going to play around. What if Captain Carter? Right. What if T'Challa was actually, you know, a part of the Ravagers? I liked those episodes a lot. And then there was a couple duds. I wasn't a huge fan of the what if the Avengers were killed before they became the yeah, Avengers episode. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of what if Killmonger saved the Tony episode. Same like, thing. I also I, did. I, yeah. It was good, but I, I were, did not right. I did not want more of that. They weren't yeah. right. They weren't bad. It's Correct. just that, oh, okay, this was interesting to watch for a half hour. I never need to see this again. Correct. Um so to then at the end of the series bring it all back around, bring all of these things back, and then like interconnect what I thought going into it were supposed to be separate vignettes, separate stories of a multiverse. That I never have to revisit again if I don't want to. But if I want to, we can bring them back for more. Right. Like, there's nothing saying in season two we can't do another episode of Captain Carter. Exactly. But this time it's Winter Soldier stuff. That's what I wanted. But now you interconnected it. And you interconnected it not just all amongst itself. But you also interconnected it, whether you like it or not, to the MCU proper. And I don't, I'm, I don't know how to feel about that. I, I think the last... I think the last episode did give them an out that this isn't widely connected to everything happening in the MCU with sending them back to the exact time and place, right? It's the 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 end game uh ending. Yeah, We're going to send you right back where it is. You still have all the memories of it, but you're going right back. You don't Go think back. with two with at least two multiversal movies coming out that this is going to come up again. I guarantee I you. I don't think so. I guarantee mm, I guarantee you. I'm, I'm going to call it now. All right, place your bets. I'm at least going to. I'm at least going to get a, a, a scene a, a, or a cameo of Haley Atwell as Captain Carter in Multiverse of Madness. I am putting money on it now. But here, I'm also putting money on you get Michael B. Jordan back as Killmonger. Like I, but, I, I I'm telling you, this shit's going to happen. And I think with well, uh, I think the other part too, though, uh, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger always ambiguous at the ending of Black Panther as to what really happened. Right, so that door was always open in some way there's a light coming out of that door it's schrodinger's cat though you don't know if it's alive or dead thing. it's it's pretty i, I don't uh, listen, feel it's they intimated it. i feel like he's dead they intimated but schrodinger's cat on i feel like he's dead because here's the thing that that is uh, that is the marvel problem i don't right? want, is that they kill their villains right but but at the same time they didn't like this is like the x-men thing all right they left a door open right and x what is it x2 or x3 or whatever it is where uh, uh, the professor comes back. They left the door open on on Killmonger. Okay, they That's did. X3. Okay, uh, I don't think though. If you didn't watch What If, and they make a reference to Captain Carter, right, in a multiverse situation, that you're I, just like, oh, ah. I don't think it's going to be. Re- I don't think no, there's going to be like going to be required viewing. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be that 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 moment where it's like did, like where where like someone looks at the camera and it basically says. If you didn't watch what if you're probably confused right now. And the Stanley the Stanley bubble no. comes out in the bottom and says, You should probably watch what if. You know? I, I don't, don't think it's I that. don't think any of these shows are Re- gonna be required viewing. Correct. But and that's um, and that's the thing. I don't think this ties this directly into the MCU that this is going to impact it. That ah, because of what if now something in Doctor Strange has to make sense because of that. I don't think that's the case. Unless the theory that Strange Supreme is the Strange in Spider-Man, Spider-Man No Way Home. It's not going to be that. Right. That's not going to happen. Uh, that's not going to happen. I mean, there's a, very, there's a very good argument You for did it. bring up a, a point, though, again, with what if Killmonger uh, rescued Tony Stark? What if World Lost His Mighty's Heroes? They weren't fantastic episodes, but I did enjoy them. I really liked seeing the whole storyline happening with uh, 
uh, with Ant-Man and Scott Lane and everything going on different and Hank Pym kind of becoming the yellow jacket and being a little bit deranged and, and having to fight yeah. in some of these stories is really cool. It's just nice to see. It was like, interesting. Yeah. Like, whoa, that is that is a heck of a storyline. So I think there's things that are in there that work. I, I really liked the zombie episode. Uh, I, I just I just yeah, thought that, that was. And that's what I'm saying. Good. In season two, give me another zombie episode. Right. Yeah. In season two. Give me another episode of, um, you know, like Captain Carter, but this time it's sure. nearing Winter Soldier. And what yeah. if Steve, like, they, they teased well, they, that they, at the end I of the season. I would say they teased at the end where Captain Carter like, went on the boat and, like, this is Winter Soldier happening right now. Yeah. Right now, it, this it's is Winter Steve. Soldier. It's, it's, it's not Bucky, it's Steve now. Right, Steve's exactly. going to come back as some sort of big bad. Right. And, like, the, all of that stuff is cool, right? Like, keep going with the stuff that worked. Don't go with the stuff that didn't necessarily work. I'm thinking um, very much in the sense of Black Mirror, right? Yeah. There, there's one episode called the Black Mirror Museum where it ties all these things that we all thought were separate somehow together. I've seen that episode. Okay. There, there's one. You're just How like, have I not seen that episode? I, you I've probably did not pay attention to it. There's a Black Mirror Museum episode. I think it's season three. I don't remember. You have to look me up. Go check it out. Um, um, here, but it, it's one of those things of Black Mirror. The beauty of Black Mirror is they're all separate anthology stories, right? You don't have to watch any of the other ones in order to, to get it. But there's just this one episode where it is, right? Where, where it is connected. And I don't think that means that the other ones have to be. I don't think it takes it doesn't take away for anything. So I, I was happy to see this story. I like that it did all culminate Season together. Season four, episode six. Why have I not watched this episode? It's a really good episode, right? I believe you. And, Why but, haven't I but watched it? But it is, it, it, again. This is going back to my argument about Netflix. I've watched every episode <laughs> of Black Mirror. You're no. telling me a new season comes out and you don't freaking tell me this shit. Well, what is wrong with Netflix? Season four was the one with the USS Callister. How did you did you watch that season? I've seen Callister. Okay, so Callister. Why have was, I not seen this episode? I don't know. And then there's one uh, another season after that with Anthony Mackie, right? He he does a, an episode. I've once. seen the season with Anthony Mackie. Yes, the the, so the very. I think weird you blacked out. Life. I think you blacked out season four, which is fine. Dark Mirror, Black Mirror is not a show you want to hang on to in your brain. Okay, you want to watch it. I, let but it I go. do like there's I, shit I don't think from that do. show that like sticks but, with. But me. but but again, Brian. This is a, a show that is a good anthology, one-off stories, uh, and then maybe has one where they get tied together. But then you go move on, and, and that's what they're going to do with What If. I really liked what they did. I liked the voice actors, because even when you didn't get the original voice actors, as we noticed, Scar- uh, Scarlett Johansson was uh, conspicuously missing from, from this uh, entire let's, series. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. They've, but they've, but uh, the voice actor, Blake, terms. Blake, oh God, what's her last name? Blake, oh, I know her from like I'm a lo- I'm bunch of things. I'm still looking at Black Mirror. See, I've seen Hang the Blake DJ. Bell. I think it's Blake There's Bell. pieces of the season I have not seen. Well, that's just you. That's not that's not, that's not Netflix's fault. What's her name? Blake something. Blake Bell. Lake Bell. I've okay, I've, I totally... Uh, like, Lake Bell doing Black Widow. Good voice. Oh, Lake, Lake Bell's fine. I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of who they got to replace that. I, I, I know, me neither. But I was, like, the guy who did Spider-Man did a great job. So it was also nice to just, like, let somebody else take a shot of these characters. Or, hey, let's let the same voice actor do something different. Also, some of the, the tribute to the fact that this was Chadwick Boseman's last performance as uh, T'Challa. Like, it, this had a lot of really cool stuff in it. I'm, I'm glad that they can do this. But, again, I don't need RDJ to get in a booth to make these. Give me somebody else. Don't don't hold off production because RDJ is doing something or not doing something or you couldn't get X, Y, or Z. Give me these really frank, you know, these, these really nice stories and we'll have some fun. Heck, what is it? Mars, uh, Ross, 
Russ Markwind. I always forget how to butcher his last name. M-A-R-Q-U-A-N-D. Markwind? That sounds like Markwind, yeah. Yeah, so Ross Markwind, you're, you're giving me a puzzle look, Brian. He is the guy who did the voice of Red Skull in Infinity War. Oh, okay, they could, yeah, yeah. He, he comes back yeah, he, as... He's good. He's, he was Ultron, right? He was Ultron in this one. He did his James... He's a great impressionist, and he did James Spader. Because you're not going to get James Spader for this. So let, let someone like this come through. So there's a lot of really cool stuff in here. Uh, I want to see more. I'm okay if they never intertwine uh, ever again. It was just a really cool story. And again... As a as a Marvel as a Marvel movie fan, this gave me the hint of, and this is what Marvel wants. Hey, this is what they do in the comics a lot. Maybe you want to pick up a book. Maybe you want to check some out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Again, like, I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just saying I, I was just uh, right. I was a little thrown off by those last two episodes, and I was a little little perturbed that like. You got peanut butter and my chocolate, right? Like I, I wanted, I wanted separate stories. You wanted separate stories, and, and and that's on me. Like I wanted this to be superhero Twilight Zone, right? You know, like you get a separate story. You have a Watu kind of narrating you through each story. What I really liked about the first episode, and I wish they did this more, was you saw like in the first three minutes, here's the scene you already know, and then something happens, and a Watu interrupts and says, "That's it." That's the thing that's changed. Right. And now it's done everything. And I kind of wish they did that for all the episodes of, hey, here's the story you know, but oh, that's different. And just because of this little thing, here's the ripple effect that happens. Okay, like, yeah. Like, I, I can that, imagine. I was I looking imagine. for that because that's the Rod Sterling thing. That's the, the Twilight yeah. Zone thing, you know? I, I can imagine there is a cut of what if that exists with that or storyboards that exist with that at least. And then you're just like, we, everyone get the premise like of the first what, one, right? Yeah. All right, like cool. Let's not changed, animate that. What that changed? What changed? That made Ultron that, that they all were like zombies, right? right? Like what – like give me give me the, the backstory so that I could fill in, okay, here's everything that I know happened in the MCU proper. But oh, if this thing was – like that's, that's but, part of the reason why I didn't like the what if the Earth Mightiest Heroes fell episode was because the thing that changed the course of quote-unquote MCU history didn't even happen on screen. The yeah. thing that caused that was because Hope Van Dyne was working for S.H.I.E.L.D. at one point, which I don't remember from the Ant-Man movie, but apparently she was. Yeah. And she died on a mission. And so Hank went insane over it, right? Like, you didn't tell me that. You didn't give me that, hey, remember everything all you, you know up until Ant-Man. But now this changed. Hope Van Dyne ends up working for S.H.I.E.L.D. And that's what's different about this universe. And that's yeah. why this happened. Right, like I, I mean, they did it. That. Like they did that in the zombie one, but it, they did it retroactively because it starts off really just with Thanos is coming, and then it's Hope Van Dyne went to go rescue her mom, and her mom got zombieism, and ah, and, right, like, yeah, they they did that in retro. Again, I, 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 I just, think I I do understand that would be nice to see. I I'm sure they were just like, does everyone get the gist after Captain Carter? Yeah, all right, cool. We're not gonna spend more time on this. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like I I wanted the the well the Rod then, Sterling opening and ending each episode i wanted the watcher to go in and be like here's what it is and now we're going to move on to another story like, well then brian watch again, the that's twilight me. zone that's my problem i <laughs> <Right>. will <laughs> it's october i like i'm trying to find i'm trying to get my scary stuff fixed i'll probably watch some classic twilight zone yeah but like i that's kind of what i was hoping for and i sure. and i think that's why i was a little disappointed with what i got yep uh, i'm not saying it's a bad show by any means 
I want to be very clear. Yes. The worst Marvel thing is better than 85% of the shit that's out there right Correct. now. Correct. So, yes. like, I am completely happy with the way this show wrapped up and the way this, the show presented itself. There were a couple episodes Brian Bob fire about. Brian brought baggage. That was Brian's problem. Brian brought baggage and didn't live up to it. I mean, I, I brought some I brought some expectations that I probably shouldn't have. Right. Um, and and I uh I was disappointed by that. Well, that that's fine. We all do it, right? Like Well, well Brian it's fine. Brian, what if we moved on to the next topic? I, I'm sure if you yeah. want to. Two more bits of uh of of Cape Talk. These are these are quick stories here, Brian. These these are quick hits, right? Uh, we got like to, a, we got like a, them to be sure. We got a teaser, a teaser for Peacemaker, which really just is like, how can we show John Cena uh, just still being ridiculous? If you haven't watched The Suicide Squad, uh, then spoilers, uh, because this is happening. Uh, this show is coming out on HBO Max. I don't know if we have a release date for it, but it it, it still just looks stupid uh, silly. Early 2022, January. It's a January. January. It, it's it's stupid, silly, and 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 I'm okay with that. This this is what I want to see John Cena in. You're right, January. Uh, just doing weird, I know I'm right. wacky things it. with this character. So uh, I, I I I will watch this. You? Yeah, no, it looks great. I I, I can't really classify this as a freaking teaser. It's legitimately a minute of footage from the show. Like, I mean, it looks great. I mean, well, I I don't want to say great. It looks enjoyable. It looks funny. And to your point, John Cena doing more of this ridiculous, oh, I got a pet eagle thing. Like, totally on board for that. Yeah. Yeah, It's just like, they're just like, hey, do you like humor stuff? Because we have a funny thing coming. It happens to be DC related. There's an eagle in my backseat. What's his name? Eagly. That's a dumb name. You're a dumb character. Yes, I am. And then watch this show. All right. The next one, this is proving to me a a pattern now because we got Modoc on Hulu, right? Which is yeah, Marvel saying, "What if we did Robot Chicken, but but did something different too? Let's just have some fun, right?" And now there's this show called Hit Monkey, which apparently is a real Marvel property. I had not even is a real Marvel property about yes. a, a monkey he is, assassin, he is a simian assassin, and and is starring Jason Sudeikis and and who else? I saw names. Oh, uh, I saw names as well. I mean, I can look it up if you'd like, but prepare I, for I'm typing. Trying to, I'm trying to find it. Uh, it's Olivia Munn, Jason Sudeikis, George Takei are probably the, the biggest names on here. So having three, like, th- again, this is a wacky, weird story. It also looks like very raunchy rated R thing. It's like Marvel's place to say, I can't put this on <clears> Disney <throat> Plus, right? Like, I, I, we can't put this on Disney Plus. Let's throw our weird, wacky shit against the wall, see if it sticks, and we'll do it on Hulu. This really sounds familiar. I feel like someone said that this is what Disney was going to do with Hulu a while back. Uh, it could have been a genius of <sighs> of film and, and television. Um, but someone Smith? said that with their acquisition of Hulu, what Disney was probably going to do was going to take the more serious, not family-friendly stuff, throw it on Hulu. Who was that again? You were right. I want to say, oh, yeah, it was me. Ryan Thornton was right once. Oh, and listen, listen, we have not even begun to scratch the surface of, of of the evidence that is quickly piling up. 
that Disney is bringing back the Netflix characters. We're not going to talk about that Good yet until it's actually confirmed. Correct, yes. But I'm when it is on. confirmed, uh-huh. when it is confirmed, you better I will just, have some sauna dance just, ready for you, buddy. You just drop to your knees and thank everyone uh, that, that you can that we did not make a slap bet on it. I'll, I'll have right? – ha- I'll do all some, I have to say. I'll do some TikTok trend on our, on our TikTok account and say you were right. I don't know. All right, last you bit. Do uh, you don't have to embarrass yourself. Like as that, we know. that you've said it, it's out there. <laughs> As we know, I love to go around the internet, find the weird, find the obscure, and then I ask for a tech perspective. And Brian, I'm so excited about this news that I found. Uh, it's not I found this was all over the place, yeah, but I'm so excited for it. this I mean, news. They, they right? announced it. On, I, I on didn't YouTube. like find this like oh, I found this hidden treasure. Like this was out in on, the same the in the same announcement of um, the the Mario cast. Yes, the Mario so, cast. Nintendo as, as has announced that Switch Online will be getting an expansion pack. With N64 and Genesis games, and they released two controllers that you can have when you play these games. And if I don't have Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask at launch, I'm literally going to burn the building down. So I have a question for you. Yes. I'm looking at your, I'm looking at your really nice office. It's coming together. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's your new office. Starting to get there. You have an N64 there. Correct. With Ocarina of Time yes. sitting on top of it. Correct. Why is this so special? So you two have reasons. it. Two reasons. Number one, Brian, if I had the poop, I had the pasta game. And I just, I, I can't deal with that anymore. If I, I get mean, invited. That, that's true. The Nintendo Switch is the toilet system. Br- Brian, I, I, I've also, I agree with you. I've also been vaccinated, right? And uh, therefore, mm-hmm. I, I'm, and, and my world is starting to open up. So if I get invited to a rooftop oh. party. I want to be able to bring Majora's Mask rooftop party. I yes. want to bring Ocarina okay. of Time with me, right? And more okay, importantly, yeah. more importantly, I want my kids to play the original Pokemon Snap. I want them to play Banjo Kazooie because when I pull out this console, it doesn't mean anything to them. But when it's on the Switch, they, they've played they Mario. Won't play it on that. They've played the classic games on the Switch. They find that to be so cool. They don't I... know it's an old game. I have a feeling you're parenting wrong. Then, I, I, I listen. I'm, I, I can only do what I can do. So here are the list of games that okay. will be coming on this. They have confirmed this. Isn't my wishful thinking? Super Mario so, sixty four. Yeah, so the, I'm excited by this because the only game I don't have already is Majora's Mask. Which I just I, saying. I know you have it. I see it. I've got I no. See I've got it there. Right there. I, I you got the gold cartridge too. Look I, at you. I, I have yeah. Ocarina. I have Mario sixty four. I have Mario Kart sixty four. I have Star Fox sixty four. I have right. Golden Eye. I have Banjo Kazooie. The only game that like I was like, oh, remember that on the N sixty four was Majora's Mask. I should just go spend fifty bucks on Majora's Mask. Anyway, that, it's continue. something hard. So Mario sixty four, uh, Legend of Zelda <clears throat> Ocarina of Time, Mario Kart sixty four, Star Fox sixty four, Sin and Punishment. Ooh. Never even heard of it. Very excited to see what the hell that's about. Uh, Doctor Mario sixty four, Mario Tennis sixty four, Winback. Never mm-hmm. heard of it. Yoshi Story, and then things coming in the future are Banjo Kazooie and Pokemon Snap. And if you haven't played the new Pokemon Snap, you're missing out. Uh, I do. I Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, Kirby sixty four, Mario Golf. Uh, Paper Mario and Fox uh, Zero. I'm sorry, F Zero X. And then for Sega, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, 2. the Sega Genesis games. I'm really excited to see Sonic come to the Nintendo Switch. Streets of Rage 2, Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines, <laughs> Contra. <laughs> right, like there, there are some good stuff that's coming down the road. And the fact that you can play these with the original controllers to me is also like really, really exciting. 
So uh, very excited. That you Nintendo's realize you're going to spend sixty bucks on those controllers, <laughs> this, right? And and here's the other part too, Brian. I, I don't know the price for the expansion pack. How much is this yeah. expansion pack going to cost me monthly? Oh, that's true. What's that going to ring me up? I don't know. I don't care. Now, if I could just buy these games instead money? of having it tied to a subscription and a cloud server, if I could just buy them and have them on the Switch, and they would just re-release them, that would make me even happier. I would pay both the monthly subscription and the $60 to plunk down to have a Nintendo Switch version of Ocarina Time and Majora's Mask on the same fucking cartridge. Like, I would do that. I did that for the GameCube. I would do that again for the end uh, for the Nintendo Switch. So, news on this will be coming up. I obviously am overreacting to how awesome Obviously. This will be. Did you also hear uh, about the new Smash character that they unveiled? I did and I'll tell you what. I have very strong I don't give a shit about that. I never played. Uh, you don't give? Uh here's the thing. I love Super Smash Brothers, uh but no one will play with me because I always win. So, I haven't been able to play any of these DLC characters and now that Sora is one of them, I'm like I'm really excited. Yeah, I, I never played Kingdom Hearts, so like I know people were losing. Oh, you their never played Kingdom Hearts? Minds. Kingdom well, Hearts I was mean, a is... Kingdom Hearts was a PlayStation game, and I never had a PlayStation. Oh God, you yeah, you suck. First, of, first off, play Kingdom Hearts. It's a you know what your kids would enjoy Kingdom Hearts. I'm telling you right now. Is it's it just, tur- it's, 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 it's is it turn based JRPG? No. Okay. No. No. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you about the the combat style offline, but <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a. Uh, it, it is. It, I mean, you could probably get away with just kind of button mashing the attack button if you sure. want to, but like, it's dude, you get to go to Disney places. I mean, you, yeah, your kids would probably enjoy just the mere fact of you being Aladdin gets to be like with me in my party. Okay, <laughs> that was the appeal of Kingdom Hearts, and like, it, yeah, it, the story is super convoluted and very complicated, and but still pretty right. good. Um, and yeah, it took twenty years for me to get three games proper games but then i also got six ds games and i've played them all they're great um so yeah my long story short this excites me and someone play super smash bros with me all right listeners uh listen we absolutely love you we miss you i was so glad to sit down with brian and talk about these stuff today but i want to hear from you what are you excited about you know you can find us on social medias by searching uh that kind of nerd that kind of nerd podcast on instagram Thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood, your drive to work, whatever it is we are in your life right now. And we will talk to you next time. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. <laughs> Me too. Well, Hit Monkey is just like, hey, Hulu's the, the spot where Disney gets to do fucking crazy shit. They do Morag and, and then they're doing this. They're just. You it, mean Modoc? Mo, yeah, Modoc. Sorry. Uh, they, they're doing Modoc. I, I don't know. Where Morag did you is. get Morag from? I don't know. They're doing Modoc, Explain which is to like, me what the acronym for Mor- hey, Morag what if, is. What if, damn it, this is Steiner. <laughs> of course it is. All right, and then I do want to talk about this Nintendo Switch thing at the, at the end. Morag, uh, mentally organized, <laughs> recluse, always uh, guffawing. <laughs> type, 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 type. Who finds it first? Hang on. Loading, loading, loading. Type, 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 type. Loading, 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 click. Olivia Munn. Loading, loading. All right, so I've got it. I've got it. Shut your face. I've got it.